Good morning. You're listening to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Pete Doshe. Pete, how you doing? Kemp, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm good. I've I'm, I'm been looking forward to this call. You're a Flooring Hall of Famer, a consummate entrepreneur. I want to uh, talk about this recent news of you leaving Shaw on a day-to-day basis. Obviously, you got another role with them. Well, before we get to that, though, if you don't mind, let me just real quick catch my listener up on who Pete Doshe is, especially from an entrepreneurial perspective. You grew up in, in Belgium. When you finished school, you went to work for Roger de Klerk. He's obviously the head of Beaulieu International. You ended up starting a business after working for him. You started Image Flooring, so that was your first step into an entrepreneurial role, started a company in the U.K., that was yep. making Wilton woven polypropylene product. Yep, yep. That, that worked for out for about 18 months. There were some quality issues. I guess that uh, put a stop to that. Uh, before that, though, you married Sabine, your wife. As I look at Pete and know Pete really well, she's been a huge influence on your life, and she's also Carl Buchart's sister. In, in yes. 1990, you came to work for Carl in the United States, and you worked your way up. You were president of their residential flooring business, and then you left there and started U.S. Floors, your second big entrepreneurial venture. That was in 2001, right before 9-11. Along the way of all this, though, you've bought buildings, you got into the solar panel business, again, entrepreneurial thinking, and then launched Cortec. By the way, U.S. Floors, some people may not know, a neat name because it stands for unique and sustainable. That's what U and S, but also, obviously, patriotic to the United States, sure. and which is always interesting for, you know, for a Belgian-born person to, to name their company U.S., that's, I thought that was brilliant. Then you, Cortec, you got a patent on a WPC, Rigid Core LVT. So you're not only the founder of U.S. Floors, but almost the father of Rigid LVT. Fast forward, you sold that business to Shaw Industries four years ago. That brings us up to today. You were founder and CEO of U.S. Floors, but also executive vice president of Shaw Industries. Until December, then you walk away from the day-to-day with them. I think you summed it up pretty well, Kemp. I'm actually glad that you didn't use the word retiring and you said that I will be leaving my day-to-day job because this word retiring is, in my opinion, too negative because it means that you're tired of something. And I'm, I'm not tired at all. I still love the industry very much, still love the company that I'm currently with, Shaw, and all the people. I mean, this is a very fascinating, interesting industry where I've made a lot of friends and obviously over the last 40 years have made a very good living as well as a, a, an interesting career. Talking about U.S. Floors as the name, yes, indeed, unique and sustainable, but as well very much United States because, you know, I'm a first-generation immigrant. I came to the States because this was the can-do countries that I visited when I was 18, between high school and university, and I wanted to be part of it. So I really am so fortunate that I have been able to live and create the American dream in a fantastic country with fantastic people in an unbelievable industry. Yeah, I'm an entrepreneur, and when Shaw looked at buying U.S. floors, they looked at buying a few things. First and foremost, of course, the Cortec brand and the Cortec product, but I think as well an entrepreneurial team and an entrepreneurial spirit that was instilled in the organization, and, and, and that's what we've been doing for the last four years while we were integrating U.S. floors into Shaw, is how to really continue to, to bring that entrepreneurial spirit in the organization. Yeah. So the, I think the question everybody wants to know is what drove this decision for you to leave Shaw on a day-to-day basis? There's tremendous amount of talent at Shaw that is very capable of doing what I have been doing. 
I, I believe that as an entrepreneur, I can be of much better service to Shaw uh, being on the outside, being part of that board structure and bring innovation and challenge the company, bring the entrepreneurial thinking and the energy and the speed into the company that I've been doing for the last four years. So I think it's a win-win for all, and I'm very happy that it turned out this way. It's good for Shaw, and it's good for Pete Dosher. And this board position is somewhat of a new position when you start thinking about Shaw and the way they structure their board, right? Shaw always had a board, but it was more an internal set of board. Now it's going to have more of external board members as well, which I think will be good for the company. Let me ask you, are we going to see less of Pete Dosher in the future? Christ, no. Um, <laughs> no, not at all. I love the industry. I love what I'm doing. That's where I build my business. I intend to continue to be part of the events that are happening there. And if you, you know, if you want me to be there, just invite me and I'll come. Because, again, if you want to be an effective board member, you better know what's happening in the industry. Yeah. And I'm always interested in what's happening on a global scale, what's happening in Europe. I'm going to continue to support our efforts in Europe. Uh, where my brother Jan is doing a great job. Yeah. I'm going to see what's happening in, in, in Asia with our supply chain. We have fantastic supply partners, vendor partners. I'm going to continue to visit and see how things are going there, what's happening in innovation. So I, I'm going to be at the ex- exhibitions. I want to talk to customers, keep my finger on the pulse so that I can truly remain a very effective board member and guide to the organization here. All right. We did a focus on leadership on you in july of 2015 i invite people to go and and read that that was before the show acquisition but it gives a lot of insight to you one last thing when you were doing the hall of fame speech it surfaces in 2020 you gave a speech and you talked about the fact that profit is not a dirty word and that you plan to be passionate about this business and help guide it in the right direction yet we have a tendency in this industry to chase price down to the lowest denominator talk about that for a second would you mean very much what I said at that time that profit is not a dirty word and like you said Camp, unfortunately sometimes we take the easy route of pricing and, and end up basically throwing a, a product category but Shaw is playing an important role in the sense of making sure that we keep discipline in this category and, and I'm always going to continue to be a, a strong advocate fortunately this category the LVT, SPC, WPC has become so big and so important to so many companies. In all fairness, they really cannot afford to screw it up from a pricing point of view and from a margin point of view because it would tremendously affect the overall bottom line. So the fact that the category is is important to the bigger companies and and all the bigger companies at the end of the day realize that growth is one thing, profitability is what what keeps the the lights on, what keeps our employees paid well, what supports our local communities. So we, we, we have to make money. Price integrity, yes, of course, there will be competition. Competition where price is the only focus is negative, and that needs to be discouraged. Having pricing discipline, both from a manufacturer import and from a retail point of view, is so important in order to keep this category vibrant, innovative. I mean, we will never have another opportunity in our lifetime, Camp, to create something like we have created here with this LVT category, with this SPC, WPC I mean, the, the growth that we've seen, the changes that this has brought to the industry, the opportunity to make money for all of us involved, the, the, the excitement, we'll never see that happen again. And shame on us if we screw it up. 
shame on us, on us if we let it become the commodity categories. Yeah, you know what they say at the Wharton School, price is what you talk about when you have no brand and no innovation and quality. Yeah, brands like Cortec basically endorse this type of thinking, and that's what we always wanted to do, is making sure that within the brand there is embedded the credibility and the integrity, the focus on innovation rather than, rather than focusing on, on, on price. Mm-hmm. One last question before we go. Have you carved out any more time for your real personal passion, which is racing sailboats? Yes, there is a racing calendar already in place for next year. Okay. Uh, some of it is happening here in the United States or in the Caribbean, some of it in, in Europe. Hopefully COVID will allow us that happen because most of the races this year were all canceled because you know all these races bring all these sailors from all over the world together and COVID was not conducive to that. But yes, sailing is in, in my blood. It's going to continue to be part of my free time and i'm forward to much more of that all right Pete, it's good to talk to you again talking to pete doshe a uh, new board member with shaw industries and you've been listening to kempar and floridaily.net